0: I, I get it, he's blind, but he can hear you banging.
1: Wade Garrett, I like when uh, he shares his pubes. I'm telling you straight, it's my
0: way or the highway. Uh, the only thing you missed is the ton of mullets.
1: Your on You're not cooling it. No, you're not. Welcome to Worth the Watch Podcast. I'm your host, Ed Palola. With me as always, Mike Kennedy. Hello, Mike. Hey, what's going on, me Uh, Mike, for this one, you are the bouncer, I am the cooler. That's right, this week's episode is Roadhouse. Released uh, almost 30 years to the day, May 19th, 1989. Had a budget of $17 million dollars. It only grossed $30 million uh, domestically, but worldwide it did make $87 million. And I was going to save this for later, but this, this is uh, important here. Criticism in the wake of the film's bof- box office disappointment was directed at United Arts for marketing the film as a lighter and more comedic in order to attract female goers who enjoyed Patrick Swayze and Dirty Dancing. It is not anything <laughs> along that line. No, uh, this movie—if you look it up—and I had to laugh because the the source we look at had it as an action and a thriller. I wouldn't call this a thriller; uh, I'd call it a really bad, poorly acted action movie. But um, what would you guess the Rotten Tomato score is for the critics, Mike? Um,
0: well, I say, I said, I always look at IMDb, and it was like a six and a half, I think, around there somewhere.
1: Correct, six and a um,
0: half. The way it sound the way this movie, you know, you hear about it being like a, you know, like, almost like a, a cult classic type following a most type of a movie. I would say that, though, that it probably didn't do well, like 50 percent, maybe.
1: 38 <laughs> percent. Idiots. <laughs> the the audience score, though, where would you where would you place it? Um Maybe they're at 50% then. 66. So it creeps up there. (laughs) Uh, This movie is exactly as you described, Mike. It is a cult classic. It is so bad it's good. And it's a fun movie if you take it for exactly what it is. But I'm going to get into this later about how this movie goes from being really fun to being kind of bizarre. So let's get into the cast. The lead character, Patrick Swayze, plays Dalton. We're going to get into Swayze's career and Swayze a little bit later. Uh, Kelly Lynch plays Doc. She was in Cocktail. She was in Virtuosity. She was in a movie called Curly Sue that came the early 90s. I've seen it because Aaron likes the movie. It's kind of cute. It's about this little girl that gets adopted, but she's the, she's the adoptive mother, I guess. Ben Gazzara plays brad wesley a awesome bad guy really only thing i remember him from is the big lebowski is there anything else you remember him from, jackie Mike? treehorn yes he's jackie treehorn exactly he's uh, creepy very creepy you know, but in a know, good way. I, i'm fairly certain he was like
0: like i know my dad would talk about ben gazera and he was like friends with like jimmy stewart or something like that and
1: so ah, okay. it kind of I mean, he was in a lot of other stuff. Obviously, he was older when this movie came out. But um, interesting fact, and we'll get into Swayze later. Both Ben Gazzara and Patrick Swayze died of pancreatic cancer. Gazzera outlived Swayze, too. Uh, next, Julie Michaels plays Denise. She is Brad Wesley's girlfriend. She actually is like a prolific stunt actress. She has something like 100 credits of stunts she's done. And she's the one that fights... Keanu in Point Break and like beats his ass. So uh, kind of surprising to see her like that when she's such a little sex pot in this movie. The one that's dancing oh, on the yeah, stage yeah, 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 yeah. and uh, takes a she, tap she's, off. She's like a stunt actress. She's 19 actress. In, that mo- in this movie. She's born in 19. She's an ass kicker. Oh, she looks older than 19. But in the 80s, everybody wanted to look like they were 35 or like 40 something. So that doesn't surprise me. Marshall R. Teague Oh, sorry, I I missed one, too. Marshall Ortigue plays Jimmy. He was in Armageddon. He's one of the astronaut captains. He was in The Rock. He's one of the Navy SEALs. He kind of does that kind of role across the board. Mm -hmm. Jimmy's the the main fighter, which we'll get into later. He really doesn't appear until much later in the movie. You get just drips of him. And then Sam Elliott plays Wade Garrett. He's been in about a million movies, but the ones I recognize him most from are We Were Soldiers, Tombstone, and then most recently he was nominated for Best Actor for Star is Born. He's been in, like I said, about a thousand other movies. I I think of him like... The Big Lebowski is usually what he's thought of, too, because he's just the guy at the bar.
0: I know he's in that movie The Hero, too. I didn't see it but which
1: one's the hero. I don't know if I've you seen, haven't that. seen it.
0: I I haven't seen it either no. but um I've just like you know, I've seen the previews and stuff like that. He's like I like think an ailing, you know, like ex movie star or something like that, you know, and he's coming to terms with his his life and everything like that. I I, I don't know. So
1: essentially what a star born a star is born as, but as a actor instead. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: I haven't seen that one either, but
1: um <laughs> I'll, I'll say this. The Star is Born is good, once. It's long. Bradley Cooper's really, really good. Lady Gaga's really, really good. So it's not surprising that they were both nominated. The music's cool. The The most popular song from it is good. It's actually not even my favorite song from it. it the, some of the other songs Bradley Cooper does actually are really re- quite entertaining. So, I don't know. It's It's long, though. It's a good... I think it's like two plus hours you got to bring a lunch for that one but don't rush to see it if you haven't seen it but it's it's anyway. back it's I on the back was, burner for me and if you don't know the story it's kind of tragic actually it's very tragic but back to roadhouse way more fun mm-hmm. uh mike why don't you give us that movie synopsis on that
0: <coughs> we'll do here you go dalton is a professional cooler hired by frank tillman To take over security as barred the Double Deuce in Jasper, Missouri. Once he arrives in Jasper, Dalton finds his lodging at a local farm owned by Emmett and is is soon introduced to the local crime boss and next-door neighbor, Brad Wesley, who appears to have a stranglehold on the town. After one particularly violent night, Dalton is forced to uh, physically remove some of Wesley's henchmen, and he suffers a knife wound. He uh, goes to the hospital where he meets his love interest, Dr. Elizabeth Clay. Wesley attempts to get Dalton to work for him. When Dalton declines, Wesley starts to begin an assault on all of Dalton's friends, including interfering with the liquor deliveries at the Double Deuce. Dalton's mentor and legendary cooler, Wade Garrett, arrives in town just in time to save Dalton's ass and defend the liquor shipment. That evening, the auto parts store owned by Red Webster, who is his love interest's uncle? Is destroyed by Wesley. Wesley and his men come to the Double Deuce that night, and he quickly releases his like, right-hand man Jimmy, who is a violent ex-con and accomplishing and a, and a accomplished martial artist, and starts a brawl. After a brief skirmish with Dalton, Wesley calls an end to the fight and leaves the club. Next, the car dealership owner Pete Stadtmeyer becomes Wesley's next victim one of his goons demolishes the dealership with his monster truck then Emmett's house is destroyed in an explosion after rescuing Emmett from the blaze Dalton notices Jimmy fleeing the scene and manages to intercept him after a vicious fight Jimmy points a pistol at Dalton Dalton kills him by ripping his throat out with his bare hands the next day Dalton finds Wade sprawled out on the bar dead with a knife lodged in his chest. In tears of rage, Dalton jumps into his car, determined to settle the score with Wesley. Using his car as a distraction, Dalton sneaks onto the estate, dispatches each of Wesley's henchmen, eventually defeating Wesley himself. Dalton prepares to finish Wesley with the same brutal manner that he, that he did with Jimmy, but decides against it. As Dalton walks away, Wesley seizes the opportunity to reach for a gun, but is promptly shot to death by Red, Emmett, Stoltenmeyer, and Tillman. Then they quickly hide the weapons and tell the police they didn't see anything. The movie ends, Doc and Dalton are swimming naked in a pond.
1: Very important (laughs) to add that at the end. For some random reason, and by the way, on that scene, there's someone like sitting on I'm fairly certain certain that's
0: the the (laughs) blind guy, Cody. The guy who plays... Oh, you know what? Then it's cool. I'm fairly certain it's him. It's like, I, I get it, he's blind, but he can hear you banging. Here,
1: what's going yeah, on? he can hear you banging in the water. You can hear the water slapping yeah. down. So let's get into thoughts on the movie. So I got a couple things I want to say first before we like start getting into the movie itself. One, on the last show at the very end, I said it was a psychologist becomes a bouncer. I was wrong. He was a philosophy major at NYU. So my bad there. Two, there is a Jasper, Missouri. It's about two hours south of Kansas City. So when he says, I got a place outside Kansas City, that's what he means. It's a tiny ass little town outside Kansas City. Uh, some fun <clears> trivia <throat> for you, Mike. Let's see how well you do with these. couple couple questions about the movie. You already answered one of them because I had what is Doc's real name and you said it in there, Elizabeth Gray. Because they only say it once and I wasn't sure if you caught it or not. What's the name of the place Dalton is working at at the beginning of the movie? I have no idea the bandstand. What is Dalton's first name? John. James. Very close. <laughs> it's, uh, you can, they only show it really when they open up his medical record. I was
0: just guessing. And I, I, yeah. I, I actually knew, I didn't know. I, I saw it, but I just didn't remember what it was. I was like, I know, I know. Yeah. I knew, I
1: knew, I knew. when I was watching, I was like, Ooh, I'm going to write that down. Cause that'd be a fun. I question. thought about it. I
0: just couldn't remember the. I was like, I saw his name and I was like, cause when I first, was talking about him, I go, Dalton, is that his first name or his last name?
1: No, this is, a, I, I didn't double check this. This was, uh, I took a fact online, but how many fight scenes are there between the bar and not in the bar?
0: You mean total? total yeah, fight total. fight scenes.
1: Uh, five? Nine. Again, I didn't double check it. So anybody that's re-watching this, validate me, please. But this was, uh, according to the stat I found, it was nine. What is the body count in the movie?
0: Like total dead or beat up? Dead. Um, Counting the guy's throat he allegedly ripped out before
1: the movie started? I don't think so. I didn't, again, I didn't double check this one either. I'm going off of what someone else said. I think it's how many people you see killed in the movie. Ten. Eight. Eight. More than I thought until I actually thought about it. And I was like, Yeah, well, I guess so. That last, he goes on that, Rampage World Tour and starts, that, last, starts yeah, killing that, people left that last scene, he really He goes off. And you I, I don't know if they're counting the sum of the dudes that he dropped, like as the guy's walking around with a shotgun looking for people and he keeps finding people knocked mm. out. I don't know if those were dead bodies or not. I don't think so. So again, I have to go back and rewatch it. So whoever's rewatching this, either before or after you listen to this, someone go back and rewatch it and give me an actual fight count. An actual body count and sent it over to me. Tweeted at us, at worth the watch PC. Okay, so into the movie. The opening scene at the bandstand. There's the guy that says, he's the one that pulls out the knife and says, Dalton, I've always wanted to try you. I think I can take you. Was it common in the 80s to know who the head bouncer at a bar was and want to fight him?
0: Um, you know, I don't know. My only thing is that, you know, he's Dalton. You know, even when he goes to the other bars, they don't, they, don't, they know yeah. who he is. They heard about this guy, and I was like,
1: "Look, ninety eight percent of people that work in bars work there for like a year, and then they go off and do something else." There's no knowledge inside the bar circuit it's, as to who the best cooler is in the United it's, States. It's not like
0: you become a bouncer and you're just like, and then there's like the 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 bouncer stores. Oh yeah, did you hear about that bouncer out and oh. You know. Yeah. California or something, or New York, you know, wherever he's at. I,
1: I've I've worked in a bar. Um, we've spent more hours in a bar than I can count. At no point have we been like, dude, did you hear about that bouncer out in uh, out in uh, New Mexico? That He cleaned up that bar that was a piece of shit. No one cares. No one cares. I know, Mike, I cannot count how many times we've gone out for the night, and the first thing on our mind was, let's try and fight every single bouncer in the bar we're going to go into, right? Mm-hmm. That's uh, that. That's obviously a very common theme. That uh, I don't want to go out and enjoy myself. Let's just go out and get real drunk and try and fight the bouncers. Wade Garrett. I like when uh... he shows his pubes. <laughs> oh, I, I got into Wade Garrett's pubes later. <laughs> I did get into Wade Garrett. I was like, later when we get there. <laughs> when that happened.
0: I was just like, oh, oh, I, I forgot we saw his pubes.
1: <laughs> yeah, like legit full bush, full bush. It wasn't. It wasn't like oh, let me show you the scar. I'll pull my pant down just enough so you can see it. It's like you're going to see what's called dick root, which is where the, 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 the base of the dick begins to form. He is a half an inch away from showing some serious dick mm-hmm.
0: root.
1: Yeah, that was a, a bit unnecessary to see that much pube on him. I did not see that coming. No, I like when he's like, I hear you're the best. It's like, I need the best. Like, Wade Garrett's the best. Again, how do we know who these people are in the circuit? Like, he tracks this guy down.
0: He tracks yeah. down Dalton.
1: Yeah, at the bandstand in, who God knows, <laughs> that, I think it, Wade Garrett was working at a bar in Oklahoma City. I thought I heard them say that, but maybe not. Maybe I, I made that up in my head. But I got a bunch of things about the Double Deuce, the opening scene with the Double Deuce. Do you have anything before we get there? About him, like, stitching up his arm. Or... Let,
0: me, let me get one more, just quick, quick. Quick look here, just to see. Uh, other than when you first, just like the double, like agreeing with you that the double deuce is probably about where I'm going to start. At, I really don't pay attention to much before it, but we wouldn't last long in a place like that. <laughs> we would last
1: about 33 seconds. <laughs> we would be that. We Maybe would be then. that
0: drunk. That guy, the drunk guy, that's just laughing gets hit in the head with a beer
1: bottle. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, yeah. We'd we'd be over in the corner, like we got to get the fuck it, out it of <laughs>
0: Why do they waste, like, they shoot back and forth in, like, three different times before he gets in the head. It's like, that that was not needed. That seemed... That, okay, so it, let, let me just
1: <laughs> let me just walk through everything in the double do's, because I took notes. Because I, I, I figured it was just too funny, and I had to get a list of everything that you notice in, what is it, five yeah. minutes, that opening it, scene with it, the it, double do? He walks
0: up, that guy just goes flying out the door off the steps. <laughs>
1: Yep, Yep, there's a guy getting thrown out on his ass. You walk in, there's a guy dancing with no shirt on. Yes, I noticed that. Right in front. Mm -hmm. A fight breaks out at the pool tables. They look at the bouncers and he replies with, fuck them, they're brothers. Yep. Uh, There's a girl selling drugs. Yep. There are at least six broken glasses before the major fight breaks out. You just hear glass breaking left and right. You have a girl go up and order a vodka rocks and a super drunk guy turns and says, Hey, Vodka Rocks, what do you say we get nipple to nipple? The bouncer then grabs him and throws him into four tables worth of people and just knocks him over. Uh, then you see, again, no one has done anything so far. No one's acting like this is out of, out of the ordinary. The wall says, for a great fuck call and a phone number, and I was going to write down the phone number. I forgot to. And the owner tries to change it to the word Buick. How about just some fucking paint? How would that help? You get a beer bottle thrown at the band singer which hits a cage. Yep. Then you get another beer bottle thrown at the band. Then a full-on bar fight breaks out over the guy offering another dude to kiss his girlfriend's boobs for 20 bucks and instead he just starts grabbing them cuz you know that happens all the time at the yep, bar. 20
0: bucks you can kiss them 10 um, bucks a kiss.
1: There's a guy passed out behind the bar. He looks like a bartender. He might be a bartender and he's passed out on the bar not on the other side like sitting at it he's legit behind the bar and he's just laying on it you see how badass Dalton is because a beer bottle gets thrown at him and he just kind of dodges his head and that's it he doesn't flinch and then <laughs> you hear someone ask the, the singer like what's the story about this Dalton he says story is if you fuck with him he'll seal your fate also I forgot there was like three different people that literally just get thrown over the bar in, in behind where the bartenders are did I miss anything from the Double Deuce?
0: Uh, the only thing you missed is the ton of mullets that are <laughs>
1: – there's, there's some <laughs> great-looking, like, not true, like, white, trashy mullets, more like just 80s party mullets. Yeah. A lot yeah. of 80s hair. That, the, the one big-ass bouncer, that guy, the big guy that's throwing people around that gets fired for being too violent, has mm-hmm. a massive perm. It's like a perfect fro. It's very impressive for a six foot four dude to have a perm like that. Oh, and of course we forgot the, I thought you'd be bigger. I missed that one. That's the the famous line of it is, I thought you'd be bigger.
0: Well, I'm also shocked that he knows the guy who plays in the band. Like he walks up to him and he's just like, you play pretty good for a blind white boy. Yeah. And
1: like, yeah, like, I thought
0: you'd be bigger. Yeah.
1: It's uh it's like a running thing. And then of course, uh, well, I guess that's later when Dalton fucks the guy up with the knife and he just goes, the name is Dalton and everyone gets all excited. Yeah.
0: That's (laughs) like his, that's like the first night, like when he's actually running things, I think. Yeah. If you notice the breaks, because he's the, the band's on a break, they're playing Run Around Sue is the break song. Yes, I did hear that. (laughs) I started laughing to myself. I go, you go from playing this like hardcore rock to playing Run Around Sue. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I liked, um, I liked that he says, this is worse than that shithole we, we played in, or we had Dayton. A little shout out to Dayton, Ohio, being a shithole.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like they like, know each other.
1: Everybody knows each other in this circuit. Like <laughs> Everybody knows who everybody oh. is. Every band you- knows everyone. And for some odd reason, he's playing there numerous times, despite the fact that he probably, if he wasn't blind, he would be now because there'd be shards of glass in his eye.
0: You know who the massive guy was that was throwing people around at the bar
1: was, right? No. That's Terry Funk. The wrestler?: Yes, really. <laughs> yes. did not I didn't I, I guess I missed that when I was going through the um, the IMDB. That's funny well, I mean
0: well, you know, he's, he's going to be really far down there, you know, when it comes to I just I just knew from like somebody else like told me from like a long time ago that it was Terry Funk.
1: Huh. that's pretty cool.: A couple of the bouncers, first, obviously, there's the big guy who obviously does not have the temperament and tells him he's a fucking dead man, which is hilarious. Because he's an a-hole but the guy who gets fired for banging the chick on the break i think his name's steve when they're sitting there and he's giving his whole i you are the bouncers i'm the cooler speech
2: i want you to be nice until it's time to not be nice well uh how are we supposed to know when that is you won't i'll let you know you are the bouncers i am the cooler all you have to do is watch my back and each other's. And take out the trash.
1: He's wearing a flannel shirt with no sleeves, wide open, and no shirt underneath. It's an impressive look, even for the '80s. Yes. Uh huh. And he also says, "What is it? Uh, what if they call my mama a whore?" And he responds with, "Well, is she?" I, I thought know. that was that was nice.
0: Well, because he's just. So that's when he's going over the the three rules.
1: The three rules.
0: You know, if he comes up to you and calls you a motherfucking cocksucker, just ignore him, man.
1: Just ignore him and be nice. So, uh, you want to get any more of the bar fights? <laughs> I guess early bar fights of the Double dudes.
0: I also just like how he picks the house that just so happens to be, like, across the pond from Brad Wesley, the bad guy. Of course, yeah. You just get to see, like, Brad Wesley and him that just, like, watching each other like half the time also how he buy- he goes and he always buys a burner car yeah to get to get to beat the with. shit up
1: yeah, yeah. and burner it's tires burner car.
0: yeah i love when he describes the people that are going to be that are at the bar we have way too many 40 year old adolescents felons power drinkers and trustees of modern chemistry <laughs> yes
1: <laughs> that was an excellent excellent way to put it I love the trust.
0: I love power drinkers. So I was like, I'm sure we did some power drinking. Oh, in we've day. done plenty of power drinking in our day.
1: Back to the, the first fight that breaks out over grabbing the boobs. If you're in a bar and a fight breaks out on the other side of the bar, you don't immediately start fighting everyone. <laughs> like it's, it's just crazy. It's crazy that that's how that place would be. The amount of tables they broke and glasses they broke they wouldn't be able to run the business they'd be out of money in a week
0: well i i know and it's like he's supposed to be the cooler the guy pulls the knife on him he grabs with well, the guy he pulls a knife on the other bouncer and he grabs his hand and then grabs the guy's head and puts it through a table you're not cooling it
1: no you're not Put, you you're making violence.
0: You you already broke rule number two take it outside
1: <laughs> right that's true that's true he broke his own rules well he says you follow those rules until it's you be nice until it's time not to be nice so he's the one that sets the sets the bar i guess
0: Expect the unexpected. never uh-huh. underestimate your opponent take it outside never start anything inside the bar you know unless it's absolutely necessary and you know i guess it was kind of necessary but it wasn't necessary to put his head through a table
1: no he probably, probably could have put him in a chicken wing and walked him out with the knife but
0: he probably could have disarmed him if he's this good of a cooler he should have been able to disarm this drunk guy yeah i just be nice
2: is it here's really something necessary?
0: Your guy Steve, you were just talking about. When he's yeah. banging that chick in the back. Yeah. Why is he completely naked and she's completely
1: clothed? He's aggressive, I guess. Well again, like, he's only wearing a flannel vest. So But you see it's it was really feet, easy for it, him to rip that off. It's like all he
0: does is like lift up her skirt.
1: Yeah, he's in he's, he's in he's into he's trying to get it in real quick. He's not in it to uh he's not very concerned about her feelings. He literally says to her, you're going to be my Saturday night girl. So I guess he doesn't really care that much about... Um...
0: What's he say to that chick? He's like, I get off at 2 and I'd like to
1: get you off at 2.30 or something Yeah, like <laughs> about 30 minutes later, yeah. Let's move on to Dalton sleeping in the nude. The first gratuitous naked butt shot that we get in the movie is, for some odd reason, they have to show Patrick Swayze with no pants on and no underwear on.
0: I kind know of when she when she brings him like breakfast in the morning, just shows yeah. up at his house.
1: I love how he goes, "How'd you find me?" She's like, "It wasn't that hard." Didn't explain That's it, okay. just like, <laughs> "Well, <laughs> you went away. what?"
0: It's, it's fucking Jasper, Missouri. You know? Yeah, she's
1: she's like, "I I checked every other building in in Jasper, Missouri, and you weren't." in I can in see the other I
0: can see your 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 place from from the double
1: deuce. It's yeah, like, I can see your naked butt from the double deuce.
0: I, also, whenever that night bef- before that, he's. Casually reading "Legends of the, Legends of the Fall."
1: Is that what he's reading? I couldn't yeah. quite see what the name was.
0: When uh when the big pool party breaks out at yeah. Bradley's house, you immediately see like all the guys that he just fired at the pool party. <laughs>
1: yeah, and he's like smiling and laughing about it, and then all of a sudden he's like, "Oh wait, I shouldn't be smiling about this. I shouldn't be happy about this. People enjoying themselves."
0: Boobs, butts, and bar fights. That's what this movie pretty much is.
1: <laughs> That's, that should have been the, name, the tagline. Boobs, the tag butts, line. and bar fights. Because there's a lot of boobs, several butts, and a lot of bar fights. And a little bush. And then a little bit of bush. And, uh, <laughs> and Sam Elliott's bush. We forgot about that one. And some bush. Hey, and you
0: know, you even see at the very end when he's running to dive into the pond at the very end scene, he's butt naked. You maybe oh, you see a floppy
1: dong there. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't slow it down. But you can definitely see, I mean, you see her tits anyways, but you can see her tits like floating too. That that water is very clear. So, beyond the boobs, butts, and bar fights, there's a lot of ridiculous scenes in this movie. Oh, dude. Obviously. What is the (laughs) point of Brad Wesley driving, like swaying all over the road? I
0: was just like, the villain of the film, Brad Wesley, weaves back and forth on a two lane road in his convertible while singing the crew cuts shaboom. Yeah. Which <laughs> Just because just because he can.
1: Yeah, I th- I think that was the whole point of that was to yeah. make him look like a bad guy like he owns the town. I think we got that already. I don't know if that was necessary.
0: A lot of like kind of almost it feels very like homoerotic scenes.
1: Lots of homoeroticism.
0: Like when, when he's having sex with Doc and you see Wesley creeping on and staring at him when he's Sitting there in like just his sweatpants, sweat all sweaty, doing Tai Chi by the pond. I have see, that. <laughs> you you, he, you, like, you even see Emmett, you see Emmett like giving him like this, you know, like weird hey, yeah, me, look, yeah. look like you know, mo- you got multiple men, and then you got Wesley on his little, like, was that little three wheeler staring at him from across the pond, too, like doing
1: his Tai Chi. Well, not just that, but um, after after he's done banging her the next day. You hear Emmett go, you got a girl up there. He's probably like downstairs tugging one out, listening to him bang away. Well, they're not like hiding.
0: They're laying butt naked on the roof. Yeah. They're both just laying butt naked on the roof,
1: which something I, I want actually, about. I had this that, later, but I, I have to say this. Ahead. Kelly Lynch is insanely hot, right? Yes. But that is the most unnecessarily gratuitous sex scene in movie history.
0: Um, I literally <laughs> – was just about to say that I yes. was like I was gonna say, I was like, I was like wait I was like
1: I'll, I'll wait till maybe we get to I had the, it down the, below when we got to it in chronological order but we're already talking about it it is it is like the most uncomfortably gratuitous sex scene I've ever seen
0: it's like she doesn't really it almost like she doesn't like it seems like she's into it and then it doesn't seem like she's into it. And then, like, she just rips his pants off and they just uh, start banging immediately.
1: Uh, someone who acts in German dungeon porn would see that and be like, ooh, back it off a little bit.
0: Like, her face, like, looks like she doesn't want it a little bit. And I was just, I'm kind of like, I don't get it. And then all of a sudden, you just see, you see, then all of a sudden, you just look across the pond and see Brad Wesley just swinging out of swing, just staring at him. I'm
1: like, <laughs> very surprised they didn't have him with binoculars. That would have been a lot better. Yeah. That would have been great if he's sitting there with binoculars, like just watching, fuming. Because uh, then they say that he's Brad Wesley. She's Brad Wesley's ex-wife. I don't know if it's. His, I know that they
0: have a past.
1: They have a past. I thought it said it was ex. Because she said she was married before. I think. I think Did that's you, like. I think it's implied. I don't think they ever actually truly say it.
0: Yeah, he at uh, least has. He at least has a huge thing for her. That's what yeah.
1: you know. He's got a raging heart on for the only two attractive. Women in town, who mm-hmm. are both solid tens. Yeah. Um, like... Getting back to Doc a little bit and Dalton. So when Dalton goes to the hospital, Your pain don't hurt. Here's okay. the rundown of his medical record. They put nine staples in him. Which remember, Mike?
0: Your pain don't hurt.
1: Great. Right. In his medical records, <laughs> two gunshot wounds, four steel screws nine knife wounds and would you like to guess how many broken bones it's
0: like 30 something I 31 know, right? broken bones hurt. yeah and you know what that's gonna that be sex, all in the foot in the hand, after right? that sex after, after that sex scene it might be 32. Good <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> thing she's a doctor yeah, that's uh, right but, i mean that's like a lot of broken bones in your hand because i know there's a ton of bones you know this more than me obviously each individual bone in your hand, like each aren't there, like three bones in each finger, kind of thing.
0: Yeah, your your phalanges.
1: Yeah, he must have broke it, like every single one in a, in each hand like, and foot or something.
0: You're like your tarsals and metatarsals, and you know, so many people get like that boxing fracture because they just like don't hold their fist the right way. I mean, obviously, he probably does hold his fist the right way when he's hitting somebody, but he probably breaks like you know a toe when he's kicking somebody or a foot or you know he. Probably broke a few ribs, you know, on top of that, like, getting hit in the gut, like, you know, when he's taking a
1: punch or something. Yeah, probably cracked several yeah. ribs and uh, probably broken, broken nose, sternum. Probably. That, well, I don't know if that counts as an official broken bone because that's all cartilage. Probably, top of, probably a the fractured top of orbital socket at some point. He's got plenty. He's got plenty. Your pain don't hurt. You got and more then there's 206 bones in the body. I, could, I don't know if I could come up with 31 that could break and you'd still be completely fine. Your pain don't hurt. If they said, like, three broken bones, I'd be like, all right, you know, he might have, you know, broken his forearm once or something, but Jesus. Pain don't hurt. All right. Uh, the black bartender who takes over. I have the, right here,
0: Ed, I have right here, it says, you have Keith David, and his only line is, whiskey's running low. <laughs>
1: yep. Uh, he's the dad from There's Something About Mary. He's been in a ton of stuff. No, They um, Live,
0: one of the greatest fight scenes there, They too, Live, yes. riding Rowdy uh, He's
1: in... Um, no, he's in platoon. Uh, he's in. He actually was in a very t- funny TV show called Enlisted that only made it one season. That should have gone a lot further. But interesting. Uh, he was, interesting in, he was thing. in
0: The Thing. He was in The Thing.
1: I'm trying to think what else he's in. He's all, He's a very good comedic actor and a very good serious actor.
0: But I'm getting mad because I'm thinking of something and I just
1: can't think of what it is. He usually plays. Oh, right he's now. in. Um,
0: he's in Armageddon. He's in Armageddon. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's in Armageddon. That's what I was thinking of. Because he always plays like military in some way, shape, or form. Always. Uh, He's perfect for it, too. So according to the director's commentary, some of the other sequences which got cut out because the movie was too long, one of them was a fight scene where Keith David is introduced. He arrives at the Double Deuce with his girlfriend and gets into a fight with some rednecks, and then Dalton hires him to work as a bartender. So I read somewhere, and I I might have this in the – I have a lot of internet facts later, but one of them was the original cut of this movie is like three and a half hours long. And they had to cut a whole bunch of stuff out that might have explained a few things. But how many more by far bar fights do you think there were? Or would it would have been all like just philosophy with James Dalton? Probably a lot more probably a lot more
0: tits the... and <laughs> A lot of more booze, already... butts and bar fights. <laughs> probably just a lot more of that. We probably had about another thirty minutes of booze, butts and bar fights right <laughs>
1: just... there. You know what it probably would have been is a lot of like Brad Wesley being an asshole. And then he would
0: have like started doing like freaking Pilates or something like that by the
1: water. <laughs> the sex scene would have been like yeah. four, 43 minutes long, and it just would have been Brad Wesley, like back and forth shots of Brad Wesley and uh, Emmett just rubbing one out, listening and watching. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There's the rest of the movie, guys. Should we get into Sam Elliott's pubes and say, and, and. Wade Garrett or you wanna is there anything else you want to get to before it, he comes should, into the, the should, picture?
0: Should we get into the pubes or <laughs> should we move on? <laughs>
1: Do we move on? So <laughs> um, pubes, pubes and all, I'm not gonna say his name, but you're know, you're gonna know exactly what I'm talking about. Don't uh, you I, see I, a, a friend of ours who's heavily into the military <laughs> becoming Wade Garrett someday? Doesn't he remind you of like Cam in like twenty five years?
0: Oh come on now! <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly, but I mean, does couldn't you see him becoming Wade Wade Garrett?
0: like uh, being like a cooler. Yeah, I could see him being like cool.
1: a cooler who. I mean, I, he did bar he did bounce for a while, just like this cool guy who show What made me think of it as soon as he showed up on the motorcycle with the canvas bag hanging off the back, I'm like, oh my god, it's him in 20 years.
0: Because he, he definitely wouldn't be one of the guys you'd be like. I
1: thought you'd be bigger. Cause he's a pretty big dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying he's Dalton. I'm saying he's Wade Garrett. Which Sam Elliott's a tall guy. Sam Elliott's uh, probably yo, like 6'3".
0: No, he he's a pretty he's a pretty tall guy. You are right about that. I was going to say I think my favorite scene in the movie actually is when he when they first introduce Wade Garrett and Dalton together when they're the whole like liquor scene.
1: I actually have that down as best scene, but let's get that in a minute because well, I'm, I'm not into it.
0: Oh, you, okay, yeah, uh,
1: yeah. I just love we'll, we'll the, the car.
0: In the car, movie. he's just like. When he before he, he goes to introduce to the girl, he's just like, "Where the fuck are we going now?" <laughs> <laughs> this is all weird. I'm like, I was like, "What the heck did he say?" Like, and when he pulls up, he goes the double douche. Yeah, <laughs> He doesn't say douche, he says douche. He does? Like, this guy? I go, this guy illiterate or something? Because then he's like, where the fuck are you I, I don't even know how he says it. I'm just like, what?
2: Yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's like, I got
0: someone to meet. He's like, I got someone I want you to meet. He's like, uh-oh. And then he, and then when the girl walks in, he goes, I fucking knew it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we saw <just wanna> the check.
1: <laughs> Sam Elliott's voice is up there with Morgan Freeman as some of the most, recognizable iconic voices in acting. Oh god. Like yeah. you 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 can have you could be in a res- in like a bar and it's kind of quiet and a movie's playing in the background you've never seen and you could hear that voice and you know who it is. Like you're not even uh, paying attention, you're talking to someone else and you're like I think I hear Sam Elliott. I think I hear Morgan Freeman. Like the it, uh, it's so specific and so iconic. No. I
0: 100% agree with you on that and uh-huh. I also think that wade garrett in this this is like his prime i think like he's he's, he's a good-looking dude in this movie too
2: he's a like, very good-looking even, dude in this even movie
0: even too. though he's like he's playing you know you know not like clean shaven you know long hair but good good-looking dude i was like wade
1: garrett this is like his prime so what do you think the chances are if wade garrett doesn't die
0: like every time i watch this movie i was like why didn't they kill doc and then they could have had Sam Elliott and Swayze going after him. And that would have been a little bit more believable than like working together to go and like fuck this whole house up. You know, like it would have been a little bit more believable that he could have gone through and done it.
1: Cause as much of a philosophy and my life and, well, not my life, but like, oh, I'm so holistic and stuff that Dalton is, Wade Garrett's the exact opposite. You can tell he's a hound and a a, um, delinquent and I also – I wrote this down. The only time you see Dalton drinking is when Wade Garrett's out with him, was with him. It's the only time you ever hear him say it. Like when he's working, mm-hmm. he's – oh, give me black coffee. He's like doing Tai Chi in the yard and all that stuff. But when Wade Garrett comes around, he's drinking. And it's because I think he trusts Wade Garrett has his back so he doesn't have to be completely Johnny on the spot. Like he can, he can be relaxed a little bit. Uh, if Dalton were a Mortal Kombat character, do you think the throat rip would be his finisher? I mean, obviously. Do you think the it, throat rip would really kill someone? I guess if you caught the jugular vein, the jugular, I mean, vein, I, the jugular I wonder, artery.
0: You know, I know Steven Seagal did it <laughs> <laughs> in a movie, too. I remember being like, wow, that's totally a roadhouse. And it was in like, and Blade did it. But, I mean, obviously, he's a vampire, so he's got this you know, superhuman, superhuman strength or whatever. Yeah, I mean, to get your I, fingers in and throat. I feel, I, I feel like it's like probably, that. like, I, I'm very very certain one of those strong men could rip my throat out fairly easily. I'm sure, like, you know, you see these people who are able to, like, it's, it's probably possible. It's not very feasible, though, because wouldn't you just, like, punch him in the throat? You know, I, I watched Taken enough times that I just wanted, Taken, and even the, the, new, uh, the newer Mission Impossible, lots of throat. Punches in that one fight. Lots of so throat can... <laughs> punches. <in it? laughs> Lots of throat punches in it.
1: Makes hey, you it's grab a good way to stun somebody. You know, you well, can punch I him mean, in the arm. Or you can punch him in the throat. You can. One's got better impact. You can
0: kill a guy. You know, by
1: right? punching him in the throat.
2: Sure, the you damage fight.
1: the the wind thing. They stop breathing. I guess, but isn't it just like a ripping it out is essentially like a tracheotomy? But I think you'd have to bleed out, right?
0: Well, it's like when you're ripping the throat out. You're essentially you do rip the throat, and you're probably you know there's you have, like, your sternocleidomastoid, the muscles right there. But then it has – you have your arteries right there, your jugular and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, jugular, yeah. It might, might get ripped up too.
1: So this movie is really fun until after the fight scene with Jimmy. Do you agree?
0: <clears throat> it's, like, fun and then there's that
1: the – I mean the first fight scene, the fight scene in the bar, not the not the throat rip one.
0: Because it starts to get a little, they're like trying to get him to, because well, like after that fight scene, I'm trying
1: to there's remember the fight day. scene with Jimmy in the bar. And then after that is when like the monster truck happens, the bar owner goes to the car dealer owner and he says like, oh, I got a friend of the FBI up in Jefferson city. And then the next scene,
2: yeah, he, he finds Red's... out that,
1: that he, he went on him. Like, cause they, yeah, right after that <laughs> is when they blew <laughs> right. up the thing, right? It's, well, it go, I go, it's right after he pretty much, we see
0: Elliot Bush, literally the next night is Red's place is
1: on fire. Then they come to the bar and fight. Yeah. And which, which, which I
0: like, which I like to add, which, who shows up the, that his freaking whole building is on fire. There's like old school, like 1950s fire trucks, like show up and ambulance shows up. No cops. Where are the cops in this entire movie? I am convinced in this movie, if you want to say thoughts on the movie right now. Go the only it. way the only way cops show up in this town is if guns are used. Because guns are used at the very end, and that's the only time a freaking cop shows up and does anything. Well, I don't know <laughs> you, if this exists. You can, you can pull knives out. You can blow up in houses and blow up businesses. And you can take a fucking gravedigger monster truck and run over shit.
1: <laughs> no one shows up. No, no cops. No
0: one shows up. And then there's guns at the end, and it's like, oh, hey. We're here.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we're here. You know what? If Wesley says he owns the cops, he probably told the cops to show up, too. That might be part of it. So here's the thing, and this is getting a little bit technical, so maybe we can file this under. I know it's a movie, but I know a lot of smaller towns. This is going on now. I don't know if this is going on in the 80s. A lot of smaller towns can't afford to have a police force themselves, so they rely on the state police. So it takes forever if the police are called because... They have to cover a vast area and essentially all they're doing is writing tickets on the highway. So that that might be why is that the building blows up but the nearest cop is 43 miles away.
0: But they have a fire
1: station. But they have a fire station. And a hospital.
0: Yes. And they, have a hospital. they have cops there.
1: They, they even
0: say have at least they have cops right? there. Well, they even say that they just I say own he, the the here. Cop, yeah. he owns the police. Yeah. That's why he talks about the whole like you know, FBI thing and everything like that. Yeah. So
1: maybe that's the thing is he like calls the comms like, (laughs) Hey, don't respond to a monster truck running over the business.
0: Well, and and let's discuss that after the whole fire happens and you have that, that bar fight with Jimmy, everything like that, that happens. You, you, he goes in there, he orders a drink pretty much. They like look at Dalton for like the, okay. He's like, yeah, he can have a drink. And then he sends his wife up on stage who basically just strips open mouth, Kisses, and he barely pushes her away. He wanted to get yeah. a little tug in there, you he know, wanted a little I can, bit. I kept like, this
1: for a second. You
0: know, I, I have expected for them to like make Doc walk in at that point, you know, and like see that whole like little exchange happen, and then to add some more, you know, drama, which they may have even done in that. You know, you said there's ridiculous amount of time, and they just cut it, you know. And he also he doesn't do one of his things. Be nice. He walks up to. He could have taken her off the stage. Walked him back over to Wesley, maybe weft the bar, and that would have been it. But he yeah. looks right at him, he goes, if you're going to have a pet, keep it on a leash.
1: Yep, he loses his he goes, temper.
0: And he looks at him, he's like, that's right. And he's just like, Jimmy. And then Jimmy walks over with his pool stick. Pool I love that
1: uh, he walks down, drinks the beer, and smashes it. And then walks over, like you said, with a pool stick.
0: And just starts like swinging it around like he's freaking like Donatello. And yeah. <laughs> And then and then and then like so he's like, Yeah, go ahead, guys, beat him up. Yeah. And then yeah. and then so he beats him up and then he he fucking pool vaults he does the pool vault over the yes. fat guy with the pool cue onto the stage with and does like a flip thingy and I'm yes. just like okay, that pool cue no, like that 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 that, that would have never no. I was like <laughs> Yeah. <Yes. laughs> Talk about it. I know it's a movie but That that one part of that scene right there really really gets to me,
1: dude. I know it's a movie, but can cover the entire movie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We probably should just cut. I know it's a movie, but out just because it's. I know it's a movie, but Roadhouse.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I literally have written. I know it's a movie, but and I said, Jesus Christ, where do I begin? (laughs) Well, here, so let's let's just do all the. I know it's a movie, but right now, let
0: let, let (laughs) let me let me ask you this, Ed, real quick. All right, you know how everybody's like in the whole movie is like, I want a piece of you, Dalton. Like I think I could take you. Yes. You know, like everybody wants to like, everyone wants to fight him. Is is there anybody in the world you know famous whoever that you've just really wanted to fight them? You think you wanted to fight them and beat their ass?
1: No, because they'd kick <laughs> the living somebody. shit out of me and break if my you could, nose at the first punch. No, if you, could, <laughs>
0: if you could pick somebody, I'm not saying I'd pick somebody tough. Like you know, I would have picked you know who I grew up with when I hit. I wanted to pick fucking Danny Russo. I would have whooped that kid's ass. Like they make him out to be this. The champion, but he's a little—he's a little wuss. I would have whooped his ass.
1: Oh, uh, you Dude. know who it was for me? I think one of the dudes from the Three Ninjas. I, I think Rocky. Like, I think I wanted to fight Rocky because we were Rocky the same was age. The
0: oldest one, and then you had Tom, Tom Tom fight, and you don't have to worry about Tom Tom. He's probably got type two diabetes right now. Oh, <laughs>
1: <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> uh, who's the other one? Um, like, I'm, I'm on and hold on.
0: I don't know why I can't think of it. You know,
1: Cult. It's ridiculous.
0: Cold. I think his just got like he has like a regular name. The other ones like Rocky and Tum Tum.
1: Cold. I mean, it's, uh, and then, like. <laughs> I mean, worse. Uh,
0: I like how the uh, their their grandfather in the movie. I know I know his name Victor Wong.
1: I only, yeah.
0: Only because he's in other movies, but like I don't think he has a name. I think they just call him Grandpa in the whole thing.
1: <laughs> they do. His name's according to IMDb. They call him Grandpa. <laughs> you it <was an> up. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I knew Colt. I went and looked. I just. I'm, oh. just gonna, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fight it. I'm gonna go look. Uh, also, so I'll say while you're thinking more. I know it's a movie, but when does a bouncer turn into a fucking Navy SEAL and like right? run around the house knocking all these people out and sneaking around like that? Most bouncers I know are not they exactly don't... like discreet. No, they know They're how
0: more... to remove a drunk person from a bar. Yes. They don't know how to remove, you know. Remove someone's throat. Now you're a freaking, like, in the movie Ninja Assassin and nobody can see you. Yep. You know, like, like, what, what's going on here? Something else is, like, all these things in town are, like, every little establishment are just, like, kind of, you know, old, like, diners, little, like, shithole bars. Nothing's, like, really nice. And when they pull up to that scene of the car dealership, is it like, the nicest car dealership, how big is that window? Like, it's the nicest car dealer it's nicer car dealership than I've ever seen, maybe. Like it's one of the nicest ones I've <laughs> I've seen Not just that. Uh,
1: you you have to notice it because I when I read it I thought about it. There's no roof on that car dealership. Yeah, I'm that's sure why they... he's able to run through it without yeah. the roof collapsing on There's no roof on it.
0: You want to talk about it? I know it's a movie, but a guy destroys a car dealership by driving a monster truck through it. Let me repeat this for you, Ed. So you don't think it. A guy yeah. destroys a car dealership. By driving a monster truck through it.
1: Yes. I, go, I know it's a movie.
0: This, ha- right. this happens in a movie. It still does not get a
1: police response.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: there are how many people there like watching this happen?
1: Yeah, know? it was like an event. It was, people were like cheering it because it's people like, wanted to support Brad Wesley.
0: How much money is he paying the Jasper PD to have them ignore the, like millions of dollars of damage that he's causing? Plus, this dumbass is destroying all these businesses that he's collecting ten percent off of. So how's he going to make his money?
1: That's an excellent point. I had to laugh when he said J C Penney's coming here because of me, and now <laughs> J C Penney's defunct.
0: 11 too, or something
1: like that. <laughs> I like, think he said Seven Eleven. I brought the mall, and he's like J C Penney's is coming here, which they were a big deal in the eighties. I have to, you know, it's it's all relative, but just funny now. Thirty years later, it's like oh yeah, they're they're going to go under. Can we talk about how awful the fat guy is? What's his name Tink Tink Tinker? Something. He's so bad. Yeah, a, a polar bear fell on me. Well, he's you so always worthless. Have, like,
0: they, they, you know, both good guys. They, they both have the the fat guys. You know, the fat, have a fat guy, fat, and then the fat guy who like, but like he like beats up a lot of people, like the little fat Tinker guy. Like, all, like he beats up a lot of the bouncers and stuff like that. I'm always like
1: shocked. I'm like, they should have had him fight the fat guy. They should have had those two fight each other. That would have been fun. Like and a one-on-one fight between the two of them.
0: I also get mad, too, is whenever Dalton does do the throat rip, and Doc like, kind of like gets all mad at him and flips out, it's like, did you not see the gun pointed at him? Like, he had a gun pointed at him, like, ready to kill him. And who knows, he might have killed you later and then killed Emmett, you know, just to kill all of you. And so he kills him first. And well, he like, told oh, him he
1: guys. He used to fuck guys like him in prison. Yeah, and... He was so, just defending his butthole.
0: I don't doubt that at all. Also, at the very beginning, <laughs> with that one line the big freaking guy says, I probably have it. Oh, under I it think my calls him he,
1: when he throws him out the front door. He's like, "Get out of here, peckerhead." Something I can't
0: remember, but I probably have it under my favorite lines. I can wait. I can. I can wait for that section. I've
1: got. I've got several best lines. So, but I mean, like,
0: right. when he raids Wesley's place, like he, I'm convinced. This is my little like theory for this movie is that you know how like the guys, you know, all the townspeople show up at the end and shoot Wesley. I'm convinced Dalton like you see him speed off and you think he just goes and starts doing this off. Well, how do other, all the other people know to show up? You know, like they don't know that Garrett's they, dead. They don't know. All this. I'm convinced that he called the chick or called like went over to reds, something like that, told them everything that happened, told them what he was going to do. And then they called the people, they went over. I think that they set, this is my theory. They, they actually rigged the car up to run out the thing. Wow.
2: Wow.
0: He was sneaking up on the house. Cause
2: well, they, he was in. In,
0: and then he ninja in by that time he would in there, you know, had his five. He's probably like, you know, after that car goes and blow, you know, does whatever, give me five ten minutes, then come in. You know, if I don't have so, everybody figured yeah. out, you know, you guys, it'll, you guys will have, them. maybe the numbers will be better or whatever. Like I figured like maybe they worked together a little bit more than anybody knew
1: about. Then they actually showed and you know what that again could have been in the extra scenes. All right. Anything else before we get into our favorites? A um, lot to complain about this movie because it is—it's it, not awful. It's awesome.
0: Can it's I talk just, about the 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 spear throw? That's a solid spear throw for Brad Wesley.
1: Yeah, he's a, he, he, he's he's good with the spear.
0: He 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 whizzes that spear. You know, I, I think that he struggled a little too hard with the old man, even being shot. And you know, talking shit about Wade is not a way to calm the beast. No pun. No,
1: intended. no.
0: Actually, pun pun intended.
1: <laughs> yeah, pun intended. Because he does become the beast at the, the end, end right. of his the end of his career and end of his life, unfortunately shortened.
0: Yeah, that's what I say. Go. I'm just talking. You know, it's like he's about to pull that gun and shoot him, and then the whole town's so people are like everybody's got their du- their double barrels or their shotguns or whatever, and they're like boom, boom, boom. Like everybody gets a shot and like shoots him like four times, and they just take the guns real quick and hide them. And the police are like, what's going on here? And he's like, I don't know. you see anything? And they're just like, I don't know. you see anything? And if you're a police officer and you see all these dead people laying around, you're going to be like, you're all arrested.
1: Yeah, no one's <laughs> going anywhere until we start figuring this out. And, and let's be um, real.
0: Does, does, Tinker, does, does Tinker just survive? you, you got to kill him, right?
1: <laughs> the cop?
0: No, Tinker, the little fat guy with the pullover. Oh, yeah. The only like henchman that, that might have actually lived. Do you kill him, or do you think maybe the cops are actually happy to finally be out
1: of... I bet they're happy to be out from under Brad Wesley's thumb. And that's why they kind of were like, I didn't see anything. All right, I'll see you later. But uh, I thought about this, too. If you got shot with a shotgun, especially as close range as they had, it probably would have knocked him over. He would not have been able to turn. Like, I get the point is they wanted each person to get their shot in on him. That was the point. But if you get shot with a shotgun once... You're probably gonna be fucked up and on the ground, twice, and you're done.
0: And I also I I counted four. He 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 ponders ripping his throat throat out for like it's like fifteen or twenty seconds. (laughs) And I'm like, in that time, I go, okay, fine, don't rip his throat out. At least punch him in the face or something. Yeah, I
2: mean, you could have just
1: punched him and knocked him out.
0: Could have broke his jaws,
1: smashed his orbital socket. Could have done some serious damage that actually kill him. Yeah, you could have really ruined his life instead. Yeah. So I think we've done enough uh, complaining about the movie. Let's get into what makes this movie awesome. You've already started on it, so let's get into the, your 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 best scene or scenes, Mike.
0: I told you my favorite scene is that first fight scene with Wade Garrett because, <laughs> dude. Well, my favorite parts of the whole thing is when he like walks up and they're like just pounding on Swayze. And he walks up and he's just having a conversation, like, yep.
2: the like yeah, what, "What's going crunch. on here?"
0: And then, whenever Wade starts fighting him, if you look at the tall guy, he just is on this mission to smash all the bottles, <laughs> yes, not stop. He yes. like them up, and he's just like, <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like, before I pick a fight with this guy." To... <laughs> it's
1: actually just like, it's, it's, it's "What is he doing?" That. It's when it's when Dalton comes out. <clears throat> the three other guys are beating up Dalton, and he's just smashing <laughs> bottles. And I was laughing really hard at that because I don't know it was just funny, because he, he just he legit turn smash turn smash turn smash. By the time uh, wait Garrett comes out, he looks at him he's like, "What the fuck do you want?" I think calls him grandpa or old man or something like that, and that's when he starts fighting him. But he comes out. All, oh all no! Like, oh oh oh, I,
0: oh! The 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 line that he says to him in that scene, if I can remember it. Oh, here it is. The big guy looks at me and he goes, "You want to fight, dickless?" And he goes, "I sure as hell ain't showing you my dick." <laughs> and then immediately, immediately punches him in the nuts and then kicks him in the knee.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> surprised it in, I'm surprised he didn't show him his pubes.
0: <laughs> you just like, look at this. I'm not gonna show you my dick, but I'll show you my bush. But yeah, that's just my like favorite, like whole little scene there. It's just like it's still when like you're in a really good mood watching the movie. They're yeah, the movie's because, still fun.
1: The movie's still yeah. fun. And I looked, as I was looking through the quotes, he does say the double douche. He says it on purpose. Yeah, he's like the double douche. No, that scene is very, I have that scene. I have that scene written down too. That's an awesome
0: scene. Speaking of him punching nuts there, there are just like, there's a nice, there's a solid amount of nut shots in the whole (laughs) movie too. I have that just written down. It just says, I literally have written down. Lots of nut shots.
1: Lots of nut shots. Lots of shots yeah. of the nuts.
0: I have, smoking was really cool in the 80s. Yes,
1: it was very cool in the 80s.
0: Oh, I've written down. If you look at how Dalton dresses, he's just ready for a fight. He's got like those like, all his pants are a little extra baggy. Yep. He's ready for the kicks and stuff like
1: that. He's got to make sure he, got the, he can get the legs up.
0: Yeah.
1: I, have, uh, I had it in the opening scene at the Double Deuce, the one I went through, because yeah. I just kept laughing as things got more and more outrageous. And it's it's like it's so absurd. It's funny.
0: No, it's I I agree. That is a, that's probably I would say maybe my second favorite. You know, would be my second favorite scene. Yeah, right
1: there. between those two, those are definitely the best scenes in the movie. So uh, let's get into the best lines, Mike. There's a lot of them in this one. Do you, yeah. You want? Why don't you go first? Mine or at least in chronological order. I order. I think,
0: and mine might be pretty close to that too. So we'll see if you have any different ones.
1: Let me find the
0: yeah, best lines. You know, I get off at 2, but I'd like to get you off about a half hour after.
1: Yeah, good one. Good, Uh, solid pickup line.
0: I heard you had balls big enough to come in a dump truck, but you don't look (laughs) like much to me. (laughs) He's like, opinions vary.
1: (laughs) That is a good line. That is a good one. I forgot to write that one down.
0: It's like, do you think they mean that just the pure mass of his balls requires a dump truck to to move it, or do you really think he's talking about your balls are just so big that it can produce that much?
1: Oh, that's truck. a good point.
0: I think either one it just means you're you got big balls.
1: <laughs> yeah, you got big balls.
0: When you go going over the three rules and he says, What if what if they call my mother a whore and he's like, Is she? <laughs> yes. You know, obviously I just threw in pain don't hurt. Pain don't hurt. Of course. Nope. Nobody ever wins a fight. That girl has entirely too much brains to have an ass like that.
1: I'm literally writing that one down as we speak because I forgot to write it down.
0: He goes, Doc, I can get all the sleep I need when I'm dead. I'm like, I've used that line before.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, we, we've definitely used that one many times.
0: I love the scene too when it's, it kind of, I'm just going to give it a little bit of a setup for it, is whenever Red's place blows up and uh, what's his name? The guy who owns the car dealership like is like, you got insurance, yeah. don't you? I'll help you out. And then when his place gets run over by this, by the, uh, the truck, red looks at the guy and he goes, you got insurance, don't you? Like yep. pretty much just getting right back. I just like, that's a good one. Totally got him right back. I used to fuck guys like you in prison. Yep. I see you found my trophy room. Only thing missing is your ass. And then polar bear fell on me.
1: <laughs> oh
2: God. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that fat fuck. He's such an asshole. <laughs>
0: So, that ridiculous. he literally had like probably that was like ten, at least 10 seconds to move out of the way of this stuffed polar bear
1: I wish the claws would have like impaled him he just, he's useless so I have a lot of those uh, I also have story is if you fuck with him he will seal your fate you are the bouncers I am the cooler the name is Dalton and you already had all the other ones but the probably the most iconic line from the whole movie is pain don't hurt your pain don't hurt yeah, I feel like that's the one that you hear the most. I mean, there's a lot of them from this movie, obviously, but "pain don't hurt" is probably the one that, the one that you 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 would hear the most. Pain don't hurt. So, who are your favorite character characters, Mike?
0: I put down uh, Wade Garrett and Brad Wesley.
1: I'll say Wade Garrett, Wade Garrett's pubes, and then a bonus point for Kelly Lynch's naked body.
0: They're 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 their own person. <laughs> they're their own person in this movie. Wait, Garrett's Bush is his own character.
1: <laughs> so uh, let's take a little... <laughs> now that we're done with the pubes, let's take a little time to talk about Patrick Swayze. Swayze has kind of an interesting career because like, he does The Outsiders, he does Red Dawn, and then he does Dirty Dancing, which is very non-like his other movies. Like He had these action movies, but he decided to do Dirty Dancing. He does Roadhouse, and then he does Point Break and kind of comes back to what he had. It's just, and then he does Ghost. It's very, I know I just named off a couple of the movies we were going to get into the top five, but I want to talk about his career a little bit because it kind of takes this weird, he kind of goes off to make these other odd movies. And then, depending on who you ask, the most iconic movies he has. They're probably the most successful movies he had.
0: He's essentially, I think his character pretty much from Roadhouse turns into his character from point break Bodie.
1: yeah he just goes so, and lives in california yeah so why don't we why don't we do our top five before i ruin any more of it what's what's your patrick swayze top five top five
0: i have roadhouse point break red dawn donnie darko and if i was going to stick with movies it'd be black dog but i i threw in the snl chippendales dancer skip it is i like one of my favorites with him and
1: uh, it is the best it is yeah. the best it is so fucking good
0: oh it's hilarious The i was <laughs> through i i i saw just the preview of this movie that i wanted just to add it's called steel dawn it is essentially road warrior i like read just like the i watched that i watched the uh the trailer and then i read like the just a little like, you know, synopsis about it and I and I was like, this is essentially Road Warrior. Right and come out probably right around the same time. It was right it came out right before uh this movie, I feel like. Not that like probably like eighty seven,
1: maybe, eighty six, I don't know, right around yeah. dirty dancing time. I'd have to I'd have to look that one up. But he had some of his early work, like you said, Outsiders, Red Dawn, Young Blood, uh, where he's uh um I think he's Roblo's brother in Young Blood. Then he did. There's, Dirty Dancing and Ghost are kind of towards the bottom. Ghost, he tried to be funny, and
0: I was I was gonna put some of those like movie, the problem is you know it's like I think I've seen Ghost once and then maybe parts of it like two or two times maybe. on I've TV seen parts of, the of it
1: several times and all of it never. It's, it's like, a I don't think I've, I've ever watched the whole thing. I, I'd, I'd say it was best. Me some, I've seen me some Black Dog though. I've never seen Black Dog. <laughs> no, he's a trucker, baby. Oh, <laughs> that one I might have to add to the list to, to watch oh, yeah. someday. But...
0: Oh, he—he's a—he's tr- a trucker, Meatloaf's trying to catch him. That's he's like random. <laughs> that's what—that's what I really remember. He's a trucker. He's like supposed to like try to like move some precious cargo, and Meatloaf wants to like hijack his cargo. Yeah. I think I think there and there's some other guy in it, like some country singer. I can't. Is
1: that remember from like it. the mid '90s or something?
0: Um, pr- probably mid late '90s. Yeah. Yeah.
1: When Meatloaf tried acting for a little bit, that in Fight yeah. Club. So, but his comes. most his best are Roadhouse and that SNL skit, the Chippendale skit is so good. Oh yeah, it's just obviously Chris Farley is what makes it really good, but Swayze does a fantastic job of holding a straight face the entire time. I can't believe like he. I would have just been dying, absolutely dying. We miss you, Swayze. I didn't put the beast on there. I know that uh, a couple of our friends are big. We're big fans of that show, and unfortunately, he died right after the first season. So when he he was sick during the taping and decided he wanted to finish the first season, and the show never went on. But suppose he was very good. So I will take their word for it. Additional movie nuances, or I know it's a movie, but I feel like we kind of went through all that, right?
0: Yeah, I was actually just starting to look through. See if there's anything else we missed. Do you think Brad Wesley is actually like helicopter rich? Like you know, the town's Jasper, Missouri, and he's taking ten percent from the businesses there. How many which, businesses would he be, really be taken from? You what's know?
1: what's ten, what is he making? Like forty three thousand dollars a year off of ten, make, getting ten percent of everybody? You no, know, it's exactly. It's like he he asks for five thousand
0: dollars up front. This is talking about Dalton, and five hundred dollars a night each time he works. How is this guy affording you know, afford you know afford to pay him. I don't know how many nights he's working, but you figure if he's running the bar, pretty much he's going to be working, you know, five, six nights a week or something like that. Maybe. Yeah.
1: So according to Wikipedia, Jasper, Missouri has a population of 941 people.
0: So essentially a thousand people, he must be getting money. Some other shady way, like
2: Probably selling the, drugs. he must be
0: pushing the drugs too. And stuff like that, that's going on. And yeah. That you see, he must, you know, like you said, all the liquor goes through him too. So he must be he has to have a lot of other side hustles
1: going on. I'm sure. And he's probably not just in Jasper. He's probably sprawled out around the area. All right. Anything else till we get to Internet Effects? Because I got a lot to get through. Um, no, that's it. Go ahead. Okay. So number one, Red Webster's name in real life is Red West. He goes by Red. I think it's funny. Next, according to Kelly Lynch, whenever Bill Murray sees her sex scene with Patrick Swayze on television. He calls her husband, Mitch Glazer, to tease him about it every single time.
0: I'm going to piggyback on that. Apparently, it's not just Bill Murray. It's Bill Murray or any of his brothers.
1: (laughs) Well, so I looked up Mitch Glazer. Mitch Glazer is in the movie Scrooged. He's one of the party goers when he is spying on his brother with the the ghost of Christmas present. Yeah. Uh, So if you guys listen to our podcast from when do we post that december of scrooged and while you're at it watch the movie and you'll see him in there next patrick swayze was trained by kickboxing champion and action star benny and i'm gonna say this wrong or who also has a small cameo in the film i don't know where he is in the film he's probably in the bar one of the people fighting but according to sam elliott yeah, Michael, so according <laughs> to Sam Elliott, all the action all the actors did their own stunts. They were trained by Benny, you could call him Benny the Jet, which is funny. Akides, a holder of 9 black belts in 9 different disciplines. Akides believed so much in Patrick Swayze's abilities that he suggested to him he should become a competitive kickboxer. So, you go Swayze. However, next, due to a knee injury he sustained during filming, Patrick Swayze turned down the roles of Gabriel Cash in Tango and Cash and Mike Harrigan in Predator 2 he chose to make Ghost as a follow up instead and it was because it was less physically strenuous and then it ended up being a blessing in disguise because Ghost ended up being a big hit and received critical acclaim I don't know if it's a blessing in disguise or not because I'm guessing it would was... Cash is Kurt Russell's role right yeah yeah he's yeah I had to think about it yeah so instead of it being Stallone and Kurt Russell, it would have been Stallone and Patrick Swayze. I feel like it's a different movie. And maybe Predator 2 is actually any good, because Predator 2 sucks.
0: Yeah, That's I, don't me. It, but, I don't hate it, but I don't think it's that great either.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan. It, it, obviously, the original Predator is so good, it's, it's hard to have a follow-up. Patrick Swayze once commented that during production, he was not sure he would live through the making of the movie. I guess it was that hard on him. Not just the knee injury, but overall. <laughs> Patrick Swayze wrote one song called Cliff's Edge and sang two for the movie soundtrack, Cliff's Edge and Raising Heaven in Hell Tonight. I I didn't get a chance to look them up and listen to them, but I recommend it. I'm sure they're awesome. They might not be She's Like the Wind, but I'm sure they're good. (laughs) Sam Elliott claimed that this is what he's the most recognized for, which is kind of surprising being he's been in so many things. Mine would be Tombstone or... We Were Soldiers, like we said at the beginning. The main singer of the band, Jeff Haley, or Healy, uh, was actually blind and has been playing the guitar since he was three. He's been blind since he was 18 months old. So I thought that was kind of interesting. The character of Dalton was named after Dalton, Georgia. Screenwriter L. Lawrence Hill was passing through and stopped at a local bar. The establishment and his patrons left an impression on him as a tribute to the town. He named the protagonist Dalton. The film's knife maker, Jack Crane, made blades for Predator, Die Hard, and Demolition Man. Which is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Patrick Swayze had to have bodyguards during the filming because female fans would mob him. <laughs> Especially his, I'm sure his naked butt scene had a lot of chicks watching. Patrick Swayze and Marshall Alteague did not, or did one fight around 71 times. It took them five days to film it. It
0: was that a big fight, fight scene. It is a fight scene by the water. Apparently, Patrick Swayze had to get like a bunch of like fluid drained from his knee or something like that. Yeah, that
1: bad knee that I was talking about earlier. And the last one I have, sharing the same name Dalton, same last name Dalton as Patrick Swayze's character in the film, Cincinnati Bengals quarterback Andy Dalton has been nicknamed Roadhouse by his teammates, which is a pretty awesome nickname. Do you have any more internet facts that I might have missed?
0: Patrick Schwidger referred to his hair in the movie as the bane of his existence. (laughs) He hated hated his mullet.
1: So Um, feathered. So beautifully feathered.
0: Two and a half ounces of fluid drained from his left knee.
1: Ooh, that's a lot.
0: You were talking about how Red Red West, who played Red Webster, um, he actually went to high school with Elvis.
2: That's Um, cool.
0: He was a member of the Memphis Mafia.
2: Whoa, that's news.
0: He, like I said, was a songwriter who acted in some of Elvis's movies and um, also worked as a stuntman. Who is it? Oh, John Doe, who was the bartender that got count, um, stealing money in the movie.
1: They called him Chicken Dick? <laughs>
0: um, he was the founder and bass player of the band X. I
1: don't know that band.
0: I don't know the band, yeah, either. Uh, that's
1: you know who he looks like? Uncle Rico.
0: I thought he looked a little bit like uh, Bill Paxton, too. I had a little Bill Paxton. I thought Bill. I could
1: see a little Bill Paxton, but he kind of he looked like a younger version of Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. Just random thought.
0: Lynch spent a month learning how to sew stitches, only for her to be given a staple gun on set. <laughs> <laughs> so she was pretty pissed off that she wasted her time, Cause she spent like a month in the emergency room, like learning how to do all that stuff. And I was like, mm, that sucks. Oh. I don't think you said the, uh, how the NYPD uses the scene from the movie.
1: No, I did not see that.
0: Oh I yeah. That. The, the NYPD uses a scene from the movie as part of the retraining course. It's the scene with the three rules with the be nice. I hope it works. It's sh- it shown to police officers. This started after it was reported that cops were falling asleep during the lectures. Yeah. yeah I <laughs> so can see that. that little, let's add a little this. And then the other one was just, I already talked about how, um, he was reading Legends, uh, Jim Harrison's Legends of the Falls.
1: Uh, the movie came out, what, three years after that, maybe? 92? 94. 94. 94. Okay, so five years after that. That's all I got. All right. So on to the best part, the last part. What do you think, Mike? Should we do Where Are They Now first, or who should be in the remake? Um, go ahead and do Where Are They Now. Okay, so for Doc. Despite the passionate sex, Doc decided Dalton wasn't right for her after he killed another guy by ripping out his throat. She moved to Chicago to work in a large hospital. She dated Bears quarterback Jim McMahon for a year before meeting Dr. Doug Ross. Dr. Doug Ross is George Clooney's character from ER. Uh, They are married and have five daughters who are all supermodels. Dalton stays on as the cooler at the double deuce until the previous mention ripping out of another person's throat in a massive bar fight. The investigation was taken over by the FBI. The floodgates opened and the other people he killed from Wesley's gang are linked to Dalton. He is currently in year 19 of his 25-year prison sentence and likely will make parole when he gets before the board next year. He can't help himself. He just keeps ripping throats.
0: Stop ripping
1: (laughs) throats. So (laughs) I just have to get back real quick to the opening where they're talking about Dalton and like ripped a guy's throat clean out. He like shows it. That like, guy's nah, no. Nah. And then of course they have to get back around to it. Yeah, he can't help himself. She, he, um, he, he got that taste of blood.
0: You know, once you, once you got a taste, it's
1: like a man-eating shark, right?
0: Right. Get that blood in the water.
1: Dalton ta Dal- Dalton can taste it. Makes he wants it. crazy. Let's do a remake. We know there's an upcoming remake. We're gonna pretend that's not there. we know that there was a second. Roadhouse. We're gonna pretend that's not there either. We're gonna make a, a remake based off of this one. So why don't you start with who's gonna play our main character, Dalton?
0: Dalton. Uh, I, you know, threw a few names out there. Charlie Ho- nam is that his name? He's the guy is from the... Sons Sunday, Sunday Anarchy. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, he was just
0: he was, he was just in the King Arthur movie where he was fighting a lot, and he's has okay. a couple movies where he's been like fighting so he doesn't necessarily have to be a couple other honorable mentions I threw in there. He was just the person that popped to mind. I thought like somebody maybe a little more rugged when I was thinking about this was sure uh, like a Chris Hemsworth or Jason Momoa even maybe.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I, they're both, they're both, you know what? Hemsworth and Momoa are almost too big though.
0: Well, that's, a, well, I'm saying they're, they're playing big part. You know him from Thor. Chris Hemsworth really isn't that big. He only beefs up. He beefs up for their role. I'm sure, you know, like anybody else, you could, like, shrink down a little bit. Okay. I was looking at people that were that age, and I just couldn't find someone that I liked. It has to be someone that looks tough, too. Like, I was like, you could pick, like, Channing Tatum, but
1: I was like, You need "Ah." someone that can really throw down, though.
0: Like, that that was my thing. He didn't, I was like, Channing Tatum just doesn't, I mean, granted, who would have thought Patrick Swayze could really throw down either?
1: I'm trying to even think, what have been the good action movies that haven't been superheroes in the last couple of years? John Wick. Yeah, actually, Keanu's put, way too actually, old, though.
0: I actually, actually put him down as a person that could could have been uh, Wade Garrett.
1: Well, I have, I have a good Wade Garrett. I think you're in a. Like I like it.
0: I just was, was like, oh, I thought he could be a good Wade Garrett. Not too. a just,
1: bad pick, though. Not a bad pick. If
0: you're going to pick someone who can fight real well, you know?
1: Yeah. So, for Doc, I thought about this, and then you needed, like, a really good-looking, younger, like, semi-younger, like, 30-ish-year-old. And I came up with Brooklyn Decker. She's acted in a couple things. I think she could do it.
0: What's her name again? And I don't cut the first name.
1: Brooklyn Decker. Okay. She used to be an SI model. She was in um, a couple different T V shows. She was in Battleship, the movie. She's she's actually kind of funny uh, as an I actress. Know,
0: I know I know who you're talking about. Yeah. You said Battleship, yeah. It's
1: not like Kelly Lynch was uh, an award winning actress before this anyway, so so give us our give us our bad guy, Mike.
0: Alright, I think I've got some pretty good choices here for bad guy. I picked Two people to choose from. I picked Michael Keaton or Mel Gibson. Yeah,
1: I kind of like Keaton.
0: I I like what well, I had Mel Gibson first, and then I thought of I was just like you know just looking through actors around like that like late fifties early sixties age, and I was like Michael Keaton came up, and I was like you know I like him better.
1: Yeah, I like Keaton. He's good in um, Spider-Man: Homecoming. He's a bad guy because you never yeah. really see him play a bad guy. You Usually, see him play. You know he's known as Batman or Multiplicity, um, that kind of guy, or even um, uh, Night Shift, like kind of that goofy, funny guy. And when he he's good as a bad guy though, he's kind of got a crazy look in his eyes too.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like he has that. Like I don't know if you ever seen the movie Birdman.
1: Yeah, I have.
0: Yeah, like he's he's kind of like he's kind of a, a difference between like he's like a bad guy, good guy in that one. You can't really like.
1: Yeah, he's kind of all over the place. He was
0: he was a bad guy in that new RoboCop movie. I know. I'm trying to think about it. like you know, he's. Funny we're
1: gonna and, do multiplicity and the other guys, and we're gonna have um, our our Grammy winning friend, and we're gonna do multiplicity, and we're gonna get into Michael Keaton's career because I feel like he he's all he's a Pittsburgh native as well, so he has a nice spot in our heart. But, uh, but we'll get into Michael Keaton's career at, at in, in the hopefully relatively near future. It's gonna be a scheduling issue. We'll get that figured out, but. All right, our last guy, Wade Garrett. So I thought about it, and I came up with John Claude Van Damme. You need fifties and can fight. I couldn't. I can. I can go with that. Uh, a is a good pick too. He even has the long hair. That kind of what
0: made me think of it.
1: Yeah, but I, I like JCVD for it. I think he'd be the the right guy to come in.
0: I concur. I think John Claude Van Damme would do a fine part in that role. He is probably he's probably close to sixty now.
1: Um, yeah, I bet he's pushing that. He might be a little older than uh, although Wade Garrett looked like he was sixty when the movie was made. That's
0: that's true. You could pretty much probably find anybody, somebody in those expendable movies.
1: <laughs> that's kind of what I was thinking of, and I I thought about Stallone. Stallone's not quite mm. not quite uh, what's the word I'm for maybe mobile enough.
0: He's 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 more of a a brawler guy.
1: Yeah. Like yeah, and you
0: need you need someone that not, can do a little more. Well that that and he's a in the movie he's a little suave too. You know, you could maybe even do, you know, a Liam Neeson if you wanted to or something like that. Oh, I but forgot about gonna, Liam Neeson. If you're going to pick someone who's like a little more suave or something, you know.
1: Yeah. All right, so our next movie is what we'll is called a police comedy. Probably the best police comedy of all time. So be ready. And we're, I think, going to have a special guest for it, too. I got I to gotta contact him to make sure he's, he's good to do it. But he he, want, he wants in on it. So I think we're going to have a special guest for it. Remember to follow us on Twitter, at Worth to Watch PC. Look us up on Facebook. Give us a like. Please continue to share with friends, family, enemies, whoever. And send stuff over to us if you uh, have some questions. Ideas you want or things you want to complain about, someone get me a real fight count, a real body count from this movie. Email us worththewatchpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and we'll catch you next time. Yeah, I'm good.
2: Welcome to the Worth the Watch Podcast. Well, there are plenty of movie review podcasts out there. Our goal is not to be that. This is supposed to be a fun look back at movies from our past that we have enjoyed. We just want to fill that place between your ears for about an hour. Make your commute to work a little more tolerable or let you reflect on a movie that you may have seen. Movies can make us laugh and cry, make us cringe in fear or be a shot of adrenaline. We watch them in theaters with total strangers, at home with friends and family, or on Sundays when it's on cable for the 300th time. When One We Love comes on TV, we get excited. It's almost like, hey, Someone else likes this movie too. So if you like what we do, let us know. Follow us on Twitter at WorthTheWatchPC, again at WorthTheWatchPC, or email us at WorthTheWatchPodcast at gmail.com. Make suggestions of movies you love and want to hear. Tell us what areas you want us to cover. Please keep things clean. We have families who don't want them to be worried about us. Please remember this is all in good fun. And if something on here offends you, tough shit. Get over it and find something else to be upset about.